join me in 1 Samuel chapter 14. 1 Samuel chapter 14. Uh, we talked a little bit about the armor bearer of, of uh, Jonathan last week. And um, now this week we get a chance to see that the battle has been won. And I just want to show you um, just a little bit of a glimpse into Saul's life uh, as he enters into that. And then maybe draw some opportunities for us to consider for our own personal hearts uh, as we look at uh, 1 Samuel chapter 14. So if you have your Bible, I'm there at 1 Samuel chapter 14, verse 36. Then Saul said, Let us go down after the Philistines by night and plunder them until the morning light. Let us not leave a man of them. And they said, Do whatever seems good to you. But the priest said, Let us draw near to God here. So the battle of Jonathan, it kind of went and the earth shook and things have turned out positive for the nation of Israel. And so Saul now wants to go down and say, okay, let's just, let's go do whatever you want to do. We're going to plunder them. You know, he puts in here, let us leave a man, let us not leave a man of them. Do whatever it seems good to you. But the priest said, let us draw near to God here. So as I've been thinking about this um, and talking a little bit with our college and career kids uh, on Sunday night, here would be a really neat opportunity for Saul to pause, talk about what God has done, and then make the next step. Uh, But instead, the priests bring it up. And it's really interesting. You're going to get a chance to see in just a second uh, Saul's response. So I think it's important for us today there are things that are happening. Prayer has been answered. God's been doing some neat things. Uh, there's other people that are struggling, so there's still some burdens and things that are going on. But what would it look like for us to draw near to God? What would it look like for us to pause in the midst of, you know, so-and-so got sent home from the hospital even though they had, you know, COVID and they had pneumonia and they didn't, you know, nobody knew what was going to happen. But God said, okay, medicine's going to work, go home. Well, us as individuals that have been praying for them, looking, watching, seeking God's face, now stop and draw near to God and say, well, I just want to say thank you, God. But on the other side, there's other things that are happening and things haven't turned out positive. And so, but will we, st- will we pause and say, well, God, where are you? What are you doing? I don't like this. As leaders, and we're all leaders in different scenarios, and so as you're working your way through 1 Samuel, you get a chance to, to watch Saul as a leader. And this would have been a great opportunity to pause and say, okay, God, I just want to shout your name from the, from the rooftops. I want to cry out to you in thanksgiving. But he doesn't do that. And so what the next step will be is, is if you look at verse 37, and Saul inquired of God, shall I go down after the Philistines? Will you give them into the hand of Israel? But he did not answer him that day. And Saul said, so he does his little token. Well, let me ask God scenario. But he really is not interested in listening. He's not pausing and say, okay, God, what do you want me to do? Because he's going to make, you know, God didn't respond quick enough for Saul. And so now Saul's going to jump into action. And he's going to jump in and he's going to just go way over the top. Um, 
He believes there's sin in the camp, and so that's the reason God uh, has not answered him. He's going to say, even if, it, if I have to die or my son has to die because of sin, so be it. So a very rash, irresponsible uh, response when he inquires of God and God doesn't move. And so then you get the response of Saul. And so, again, it's kind of you know good for us to look at this and see that. And this actually took place. This is what is a, a, an account of an, a leader's action. So it's God saying to us, okay, this is what, what this leader did. And Saul came before them with all you leaders of the people and seeing their sin. Uh, verse 39, for as the Lord lives, who saves Israel? Through it be Jonathan, my son, he shall surely die. Whoa. And then if you keep on reading, you'll get a chance to see that the people step up and defend Jonathan. And so there's a lot in there. I don't want to go down all those different roads. But I want us to focus on this part. When God doesn't answer, how do we respond? When God does not answer you, how do you respond? Do you run? Do you make accusations? Do you just fly off the handle? Again, you're getting a chance to see how a leader responded when God didn't answer to him. Now, I realize that if, if our lives were written in a book, there would be a lot of impulsive actions of us because God didn't respond the way we wanted to and we made rash vows and we did all kinds of crazy things. I get that. But I want us to call our hearts to account today or just ponder today or consider or come before our Father today and say, okay, I need to consider my response. I need to really think about, God, what what do I need to do? What is the next step? What does it look like for you for waiting on the Lord, listening on the Lord, discerning from the Lord, instead of just, you know, up and moving? Um, so you, as you finish up our let's talk today, there's, there's opportunities for us to respond to the, the goodness of God, the struggles, uh, as we wait on the Lord and look at that. There's also opportunities for us to make rash decisions and run and be impulsive and, you know, fly off the handle as we face struggles today and situations and circumstances. I'm not sure how you're going to respond. I'm not sure how exactly you're going to apply this to your life because I don't know all the situations and scenarios. But I put before you today that when Saul saw the hand of God, the priest had to remind him to do what to, to come before the Lord, to wait on the Lord. Let us draw near to God. The, the priest had to remind him. Jonathan won, the ground shaked, the Philistines were running, but the priest had to remind Saul, maybe we need to go celebrate God. And then Saul, because God didn't answer quick enough, responded in a very inappropriate way. So I pray today that as you watch God work, that you would draw near to him in his goodness in his mercy, in his grace, and in the, in the struggle and in the pain. And that our response would not be a response 
of rashness and brashness and say, God, where are you? So, Father, we thank you for your word and just the opportunity to look at Saul's life. And we're all like Saul at different scenarios and times in our lives. God, may we, may we continue to grow and change and be molded in our, in our daily time with you, our moment-by-moment time with you. Thank you for this opportunity that we can gather as a family through Let's Talk and podcasts and different things. That's neat. But God, we really want to meet with you. So as we end the podcast and people's minds start to think, may they meet you. May they listen to you. May they long to be in your presence. Thank you for the opportunity, Father, to have life today. May we draw near to you in life. And may our responses to life honor you. It's your name, Jesus, I pray. Amen. God bless you. Thank you so much for being part of our Let's Talk ministry. You have a wonderful Friday.